What's good? <clears throat> we back. Agent Talk Podcast. We are here. Uh, today is Wednesday, February 12th. It's 11.04 Central Time AM. And we're just, we're back. We're back in effect. Um, I was just sitting here at my desk and just kind of have this itch to get more podcasts out, more episodes done. And I didn't really have any new material. So I said, let me go back in my notes on my MacBook and see some previous discussions that I've had or notes that I got and if I can expound on them. And I came across, uh, shout out my guy Drew, if y'all don't haven't caught up by now, Drew is a very good friend of mine, one of my closest brothers for sure. And whenever we talk, we can go for hours. So we always have ideas. And Drew in- introduced me to this concept that he came up with. And I actually told him when I took these notes now, I said, Drew, one day, Dang, that's crazy. It's uh, it's crazy. I told him, I said, Drew, one day these words about this pool are going to be spoken on a podcast. And it's just, man, it's a blessing to see things come just full circle. Uh, But with that being said, one thing, we were talking about change. Uh, Change is something that I believe we all initially or innately desire in our lives. I don't know if an individual that can say that their life is perfect, and if not, then I think we all desire some sort of change, whatever that looks like. Now, one thing, change has a misguided perception. Just because you desire change does not mean that you're not content or grateful. God is a God of newness, a God of change, and so he always is desiring change inside of us. and with that being said, what Drew was saying is, uh, you know, change is difficult. Change is hard. Change hurts. Why is it that so many people, we all desire change, but yet not many of us are capable of achieving that change that we, you know, want in our lives? And we were just talking through this, and he brought up this pool analogy that just stuck with me. And what he said was, imagine that you're in a pool and you're running on the exterior of the pool, Okay. Eventually, you're going to create a current in the pool if you're running fast enough, of course. Uh, So imagine you're flash and you're just running, you're running fast, you're running this current. If you've ever seen a whirlpool, it works in the same way. You just have this current and the faster it goes, uh, you know, the more force that it has. And we would liken this to anything that is pre-change. So for me, you know, one thing I've changed, wanted to change in my life is my use of alcohol or marijuana. Another change that I desire in my life was to get rid of pornography. Another change that I desire in my life was greed for money. And when you initially want to make that change, it's rough, it's hard, it's tough. You know, when that current has been going in your life, for some of us, maybe that's six months, for some two years, maybe for some 20 or 25 years, whatever that looks like, whatever that ugly habit might be, whatever that sinful pleasure is that we have in our lives that we desire to change, if we're ever going to do that, it's gonna hurt. In a biblical sense, uh, you know, to repent means to be going one way, shout out Pastor John, but it means to be going one way and then to turn around and now go the other way. And that's hard. Uh, There is a scientific word that I had in my notes. It says inertia. Inertia is a tendency to do nothing or to remain unchanged. So scientifically, uh, you know, it's rough when you're going that way. Uh, it's, it, we have that tendency to remain unchanged. 
And what my guy Drew was saying is, for us, we have to remember is, when that initial step, that initial, you know, leap that we might take for change is it's gonna be rough, it's gonna hurt. Uh, in anything, you know, that, that there's gonna be uncomfort, there's gonna be discomfort, there's gonna be pain. With growth comes pain. And for us, the issue lies in the fact that we tend to give up at the first sign of discomfort. We tend to give in at the first sign of pain. Uh, I will never forget Coach Porter, shout out Coach Porter, who was a strength coach for me in high school. One thing he said was, and it stuck with me, is, you know, our muscles don't grow until they start hurting in the gym. And that's always stuck with me is, you know, instead of giving in when we start feeling that discomfort or that urge to go back to that thing that maybe we wanted deliverance from is let's step into that pain and just feel it and overcome it. Uh, <clears throat> so for me, it's, it's, it's just been mindful. Think of that pool analogy. You know, it's it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to be a grind. You're going to go against something in a, a rhythm that you've created for yourself, for some people, like I said, for years. But that victory that you get one day is just going to be so much sweeter. Um, and so for me, just want to talk on that. I, I think it's something that is mindful. I think it's something that's been beneficial for me. One quote that I live by is, little by little, little becomes a lot. This is something that I learned in regards to stocks and just investing, is that you know when I started investing, I wanted a home run. I wanted the big hitter. I wanted the one, let me get some thousands on one trade. And it led me towards, you know, almost going broke. It led me to losing a lot of money just because I was greedy for the dollar. I didn't really understand how wealth worked. I thought I could just put my money in just like gambling, uh, which is something else that God has helped me overcome. Uh, I thought I could just go all in and, you know, everything was going to be good. Like I told y'all before on another episode, but when I was in cryptocurrency, I put in 17K, came out with 99. Uh, actually, I take that back. I didn't come out with it because I ended up losing that as well due to greed. So with that being said, the quote, again, is little by little, a little becomes a lot. I have completely revamped the way that I invest. For me, everything is long term. I've spoken on this before, but we have a baby boy on the way. And the way that I look at my investments and my stocks now is everything that I have, I'll be giving to him. Maybe when he's 21, 18, not quite sure. But regardless, it's going to be some years. And I think just having that long-term perspective, another guy, I don't remember his name, he's on Lewis House. He said, always play the long game. Always play the long game. Do everything we can in the short term to benefit the long term. Solomon in Proverbs tells us to live with prudence. Prudence means to live with a mindfulness of the future. How will my actions today affect my life of tomorrow? And that's the way I try to look at my stocks. That's the way I look at the gyms. Gyms the same way, man. When I started working out with G, I think I could back squat maybe 315. You know, I was still relatively strong compared to the average individual. And we've just been going at it every day. Initially, I, I'll be honest, you know, I skipped some days working out at 5 a.m. It's not easy. Uh, there were definitely some days that I decided to sleep in, hit G with a text and put my phone down and went back to bed. Um, but just the, getting that consistency to where now I don't miss. Even if I travel, I don't miss. I'm at the gym, 5 a.m., ready to get it. And, you know, th this morning I squatted 455. And the only way to do that is just by being consistent, being there on the daily. Uh, 
and just being able to take it day by day. That change that we desire, you know, this, I don't know who said, I want to say it might've been Tony Robbins, but he said, we often, we often overestimate what we're able to do, I want to say in a year, but we often underestimate what we're able to do in a day. Or it might have said something along that lines. He might have said, we'll overestimate what they're able to do in a decade, underestimate what we're able to do in a year, whatever it could be. But basically, what we do is we overshoot in the long term, but we undershoot in the short term. We don't realize how much we can do right now to help us get to where we want to get to in the future. And because we overshoot in the long term, we now get scared of that vision. We get scared of that dream instead of realizing, like, hey, let God take care of the big picture. Let me just focus on what I need to do today. And that's been my approach to everything. That's my, been my approach to investing. Hasn't always been like this, as I said, but it's my approach to my agency. It's our approach to our marriage, how we're going to raise our family is let God take care of the long term. You know, his word is clear. As long as you do what you need to do, he's going to take care of the rest. Like I said, if God gives you a vision, he's going to give you a provision. We just cannot overlook what we can do today. You know, just take it daily and that's the way we create that change that's the way that we create whatever it is that we want to see in life uh so yeah that's all i got uh shout out my guy drew hope y'all like that hope just at least somebody maybe can take something from this and apply it to your life because i know we all at the end of the day we desire a change in our life um and just know that it starts little by little a little becomes a lot peace out